This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, Easter. Pick a day, why don't you? Had breakfast with my, uh, with my mom on Sunday. We were discussing, hey, when's Easter? She's like, oh, everyone knows when it is. I said, okay, you tell me. She's, she's like, well... I think it's the after the first full moon. Uh, I'm like, okay, but when is it? <laughs> she looks at me. She goes, I, I don't know when it is. I think I celebrated Easter in July once. Would that surprise you? No. When's Easter this year? Ah, it's July 7th. Okay, I guess that's just... That's when it is this year. Pick a f***ing day, Easter. And then you, you ask people, why is there no set day? I looked it up. Because when they decided when Easter was, the first Sunday after the first full moon on or after the vernal equinox, so you're like, oh, they did that in 1953. Maybe 19. No, they did it in 325. The year 325. And we're still going by it. No one since 325 and now has said, you know what? Why don't we just say the first weekend in April? Nope. This year, it's August 14th. Ah, uh, I guess. I guess. I don't even know what f***ing Easter is this year. Is it next weekend? Maybe. Weekend after? Possibly. The following weekend? Maybe as well. Bumsies. I had to get that off my chest. When is Easter? Let me look it up here. Easter this year, I'm thinking like April 9th. Yeah, it's April 9th. And then so you got the holiday Easter Monday on the 10th. I don't know why. Why don't we just say let's let's have the a set day so people can plan their lives? 
And it always feels like Easter's pending for like four months. There's a four-month lead-up. I don't get it. I also am all stuffed up, sound like crap, slept like crap. But let's talk it out. Let's get through this. Let's get through the Easter fog. That's what this, the time between December 26th, well, I think on the 20, December 27th is when the lead up to Easter begins. And then the time between December 27th and April, whatever it happens on, that's the Easter fog period. Now known as the EF. It's Bumsy's episode 60, the Jose Theodore episode. Man, he was the king of the NHL at one point. 2001, 02, won the heart, won the Vesna. Why? He won 30 games. Goals against of 211, 931 safe percentage. Played in the NHL's first ever outdoor game at Edmonton. Remember that? He made it famous uh, when he wore the toque on top of his helmet. It was cold. And that's the game I always refer to. Because it looks so beautiful now. They had the game in Boston. I didn't see any of the Carolina game. The game in Boston, it just looks like off a movie set. But that first game, there was wires, there was dirt, there was mud, there was hay bales. Because they just wanted to get the rink and ice to play on. They're like, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Is that a Nickelback song? I think so. So Theodore, a uh, Habs legend. And I found out he once dated Paris Hilton. If you can, I don't want to judge people, but if you could hand select someone in the world to never date, I think it, I think I'd pick Paris Hilton. That Jimmy Fallon episode where her and Jimmy are talking about NFTs. That will go down in TV history and human history as one of the weirdest moments. If you've never seen it, it's the height of the NFT craze and Paris and Jimmy are telling their, telling the audience about the NFTs that they bought and that they have ownership in. Telling them, hey, these are cool. Kind of, you should get some of these too. It was a very weird moment. The audience sounded like they were being held prisoner. St. Patrick's Day, we know when that is. It's March 17th, every f***ing year. Oh, it's after the first gold pot is found in February. 
And then it doesn't happen until the second gold pot is found after the third full moon of the equinox. No, it's March 17th. Every year. No guessing. St. Patrick's Day. No guessing involved. Wearing my, uh, my Ireland hockey jersey. This was sent to me. Got my name on the back here. Dilsey. Well, it says O'Toole. Wore this at the St. Patrick's Day Parade in my hometown of Peterborough, Ontario this past Sunday. This is the Parade Report podcast. Talk a lot about parades. We actually had a whole bit on the show with Jay and I uh, where we, we had the Parade Channel. A fake channel that uh, Brendo, our writer, would uh, throw into the show whenever there was a championship parade. And we always talked about, we're like, if there was a parade channel where it was all nonstop parades... People would watch. Like the odd time here at home, we dial up YouTube and watch Disney parades. Why not? Everyone loves a parade. So I was the Grand Marshal. It was a, it was a typical March day. It was overcast, right around zero. With a biting wind. First parade since COVID began. So everyone was ready for a party. There was over 80 floats. So I get there. They say, we got a limo all set up for you. I'm like, okay, I get to stand through the sunroof of the limo. This is great. My kids can come. They all pile in. First thing I look up, there's no sunroof there. And I'm thinking, I grew up on a farm just outside Peterborough. And I'm going to drive down the main street here, down George, and wave out the window like I'm some royal figure. I said, I can't. I'll never live this down. So I said, kids, you're in this limo. Enjoy it. Yeah, got it for the day. Because I'm going out to walk. So it was a cop car. Three gentlemen, each holding a flag, then me. It's a it's a great feeling walking down Main Street. Well, it's not called Main Street, but the, the Main Street of the town you grew up in, leading a parade. You're like, this is pretty darn cool. But I quickly found out that there was no noise. I don't know if the cop was told, don't blare the siren. And there was no band. So we we were walking down the street in silence. So I'm having conversation. I'm having full-on conversations with people because no one else is saying anything. The cop car is not blaring. So I started saying stuff like, sorry for sneaking up on you. And then someone would clap. I'm like, shh, this is a silent parade. 
Keep it down. And I'd say, ah, sorry, I, I don't have any candy. Like, what's an Irish candy? And they're like, ah, throw some Guinness. I'm like, well, I think we would get into lawsuits there. I said, oh, I would have brought some Irish stew to fling out, but uh, that also would have been a bit of a problem. And then I'd say to some people, Merry Christmas. I'm like, oh, wrong parade. Get some, the odd chuckle. I'd say, who's ready for a parade? And then we're nearing the end. We've got like 500 meters to go. I'm using new material ever like 500 meters. So I'm not like recycling it to the same group. I'm giving them fresh stuff. Get to this one crew and I'm like, we made it. Guy looks at me. Good for you. I'm like, what? I didn't know what to say to that. He was angry that I was addressing him. And telling them, hey, we made it. The parade's here. Good for you. <laughs> so it was it was an experience. But one I'll never forget. Uh, and also went to went to a comedy show Friday night, drove through a blizzard. A blizzard to get to a comedy show because we were celebrating my good buddy Brian Bickle's birthday. If you ever get the chance, go to a stand-up show. I have never left a stand-up show and said, ah, wish I hadn't come to this. No. It's always a treat. So we went to the Yuck Yucks in downtown Oshawa. Oshawa, Ontario. It's a it's a happening little spot. They've got the downtown all lit up now. You're driving down that that area, and it's you're in the spotlight. You're like, whoa, am I in like New York City? No, you're in Oshawa. There's a slogan for Oshawa. Am I in New York City? Nope, you're in Oshawa. So one moment happened. All the comedians were great. But the uh, the opener gets up there. The guy who's, he's got to get people off their hands. He's got to get the, he's got to get the room feeling alive. So he gets up there and he says, uh, anyone here from out of town? Typical opening line. No one says anything. Then one guy pipes up. Like from Where? the question was anyone here from out of town and someone felt the need to respond to the question with a question like from where so the opener says I don't know somewhere that's not in this city we're in and then the guy doubles down, says, but from where? Oh, God. I wanted the conversation to continue for the next 20 minutes, but the, op- the, uh, the opener 
or the MC, I should say, he dropped it. Because I'm like, this, this could go on for days. <laughs> Anyone here from out of town? Like from where? I don't know how how you would ever feel the need to say that. See, if he asked when's Easter, then you could have a question like, I don't have a clue. That's a great opener. Anyone know when Easter is? I don't Uh, the World Baseball Classic is happening right now. A lot of talk about the uh, the uniforms there, the J, the Jays, the Canada unis. The gray ones look okay, but the red ones. I don't know who designed all these. If their goal was to never sell any of them, they did a great job. They just look horrible in Great Britain. If you you've probably seen the the stuff going around the internet about those or Great Britain, let me spell it out here. Great eat eat tain because they've got G R on one side of the uh, the jersey and the T A underneath that. So if you're looking at the one side, it says eat tain. And a T fell off one of the Great Britain jerseys in a game on. Monday night. So the jerseys have been a huge part of the talk of the World Baseball Classic, when that should not be the case. The other part of the talk is, what it, what's going on? So I reached out to a good buddy. And I said, can you fill us in on the World Baseball Classic? He's like, Dano, anything for you, bud. So Buck Martinez left us a voicemail. About this subject. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are asking just what is the World Baseball Classic? It's never on. You never know when it's on. It's on six, six years, and then there's a three year break, and then there's a five year break. So it, no one knows when it's on, but I'm telling you, it's a good baseball tournament. And Canada is playing Great Britain today, and we'll see what happens. Cal Quattrill of the Indians is pitching for Canada, but they're only with some manager. And uh, Canada is placing Great Britain, and there's not a big leaguer in sight on that roster. So Canada should have the, uh, they don't have very good uniforms. I'm just looking at them now in very bland uniforms. But we'll see how it goes. And uh, Canada should at least hope to win a game. They didn't win at the last World Baseball Classic. It's been 10 years since they won a game at this tournament. Perfectly summed up. No one knows what is happening. It's every five years, then every three years, and then every six and then someone pointed out online, they're like, these games mean nothing. And then someone responded back with, well, if you really boil it down, no games in any sports ever really mean anything. And that made me wonder. I'm like, yeah, they're all just games. Even the Super Bowl, it's just, it's just a game really means nothing. 
in the grand scheme of things for planet Earth, it means nothing. An existential question? Ex- existential question? Uh, and sticking with the, uh, the baseball theme, I wanted to bring in Z money here because, uh, the Jays with the Toronto blue Jays with some huge news. I'm really liking what they, this team is doing. They're, they're building a great roster. They're renovating the Rogers center. And then they went even further with an announcement this week. Z money. What was that announcement? The Jays have introduced new $20 general admission tickets for the outfield areas of the Rogers Center, and the Rogers Center went through major renovations this year. So, so 20, 20 bucks, and you can go into like seven different areas, I think? Yeah, they have uh, yeah seven different areas. So they break it down as the, the first one is Park Social. It's a space on the 500 level overlooking left field. Then they have the Corona rooftop patio, which is in the 500s on the right field side. Then they have a couple of bars. One is called the Catch, which is perched above the uh, visitor's bullpen. The Stop, which is a bar that overlooks center field. Then they have Schneider's Porch, which is an open-air hot dog stand at the right field level of the 200s. And then they've redone the WestJet flight deck. Uh, They've added some retro arcade games, and they have a new menu. Love it. They're thinking outside the box. Now, the question my kids had was, well, how many of these tickets do they have? Like, can they sell out? And I'm like, well, obviously there's got to be a cap on it. What is that? I don't know. Are they going to sell out these $20 seats every single game? Do they have a number on that? Not that I have seen, but I will uh, look and see what I can find. Okay. But that, I just freaking love this. 20 bucks, you can go to a game. I used to go to the odd game because uh, the Rogers Center, there's a hotel in it. And here was a little trick that I discovered. That during a game, if you walk into the hotel, there's a restaurant there and people buy the buffet. You can just go in there and watch the game for free. I don't know if people hadn't discovered this or maybe I was jumping through a loophole. But no one's there taking tickets, and I just go stand around, watch a few innings of the game, and then get on with my day. You're watching from an enclosed area, but still, you're watching a live Major League Baseball game for zero dollar. Look at this guy. Now I don't have to feel the guilt of watching free baseball. 20 bucks? Way to go, Blue Jays. Trying to get my, uh, trying to get Boomsies into the unveiling of the new Rogers Center, which is happening in April. I'm on the radar. I said, guys, we need to show what you've done here. So I think we might be able to get in there and see it for all its new glory. I will document it. Bring along Z Money. With his uh, disposable camera, he'll take some snapshots and we'll, we'll put those out there for everyone to see. Um, there was also a, another big thing that happened on the weekend. Scotty Scheffler, who has been the focus of the golf world because of 
his winning, and he was on the Netflix full swing. And Scotty Scheffler continues to win. He picked up $4.5 million at the Players' Championship, becomes the third golfer to hold the Masters and Players' Championship titles at the same time, and his now season earnings are at $10.5 million. Scotty Scheffler, all he does is win. And I watched a video of him last night, in which I don't know what the technology was, but they were standing in the middle of a fairway, him and this other dude. And Scotty would grab like an eight iron or a wedge or a five iron or a three wood. Step up to the ball and he would tell the guy, okay, I'm going to hit this, uh, this five iron 210. The guy had a little iPad. Scotty Scheffler hits the ball. The ball lands 210 on the nose. Every iron and club he hit was correct yardage or the most was one yard off. That's how dialed in pro golfers. If you did the same. Okay, Dan, here's your seven. I'm like, okay. 160. I think, yeah. I'll go 160 with this seven. And the guy with the iPad, I hit it. Uh, That went 120 and in the woods. (laughs) Okay, let's try this pitching wedge. Oh, I can get this 120. That was 80 and out of bounds. Okay. I want to try that technology. I want the Scotty Scheffler technology. And now people making jokes because of him being on the full swing. They're like, oh, Scotty, what are you doing tonight with those winnings? Oh, going to get some extra guac at Chipotle. Because he very, he lives a very modest lifestyle. Like he's not driving flashy cars. They showed him and his wife walking to Starbucks. Going to get some extra guac. Me? I would not get extra guac. Not a big guac guy. I like avocados. Love me some avocado toast. If I ever make you avocado toast, you would think you had died and gone to avocado heaven. Way to keep your avocados fresh. I always used to keep them on the counter in the fruit bowl. Don't do that. Put them in the fridge. Put them in the fridge. They stay fresh 20 times longer. The key to a great avocado toast is the bread. You can't go regular white bread. You need like a multi-grain stuff. Not multi-grain like the the regular Dempsters or something. You need like a fancy one. Toast that bad boy up. You got to butter that down there. Mash your avocado on there. And then you go the bagel Everything bagel seasoning. There's your keys to a perfect avocado toast. Uh, what was the other thing I wanted to get here too? But Scotty Chef, let's... I can't get over that. Um, I wanted to get to an email here before we get to the rest of Boomsies Newsies. And uh, 
this is the only one we have time for. So Z Money, you don't even have to deliver a CHL prize pack winner because this is the winner. I got this one and I'm like, let's do it. Subject heading, St. Patty's Parade. Oh, Danny boy, it was great to see you during the parade as always. It was too quick of a chat. So again, I saw this person on the parade route. I had a chat with him. <laughs> like, that was too quick of a chat. I was in the parade. The fact that we were able to even have a chat. I actually ran to have a bathroom break too during the parade. I left the parade route. I had to pee so bad. Ran into the Smitties. Peed, got back. No one even noticed. There was a lull in that stretch of the parade. There was even more silence with my absence. A few things I didn't get a chance to say to you. First of all, you're looking awesome. I'm so proud of how well you are doing. I have the utmost respect for you and all you have overcome in the last couple of years. Another thing I often think about are good old days. When your mom and dad would come over to my parents' place, we would be down in the basement for hours playing mini sticks, you doing the play-by-play for everything. Yep, I was that kid. Then your parents loading up and taking the back roads home. Anyway, bud, I could go on and on here. I just wanted to let you know I'm proud of you. I've always looked up to you, and I wish you nothing but the best for the rest of your journey. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of Boomsies, and this was the only means I had to reach out to you, LOL. And if you're dishing out an OHL prize pack, I'm a huge supporter of the Maroon and White, the Peterborough Peets, who just clinched a playoff spot. Bet Rivers, proud supporter. Of the CHL. Take care, my friend. Uh, so we've got our prize pack winner. Gonna be uh, gonna be decked out in Pete's garb. Freaking love this. Sorry we didn't get the chat longer. I was in a parade. I the parade. All those people behind me. Shh, keep it down. It's a silent parade. Uh, so, yeah, let's bring in uh, Z Money here for uh, Boomsies Newsies. Because we uh, we didn't get a chance to, to do a Monday Fun Day. And I like hearing from the guys. And this is where they get to. Because Z Money spends hours, hours combing the internet and when we don't get these stories, he's like, we need to get these in there. And this is his opportunity. So uh, just a quick note. Earlier on the show, you asked if uh, nothing really mattered. Nothing else matters was Nickelback. It's Metallica. Oh, my gosh. Ah. And I saw Metallica in concert in Saskatoon. I discussed this before. After the third song, you're like, eh, didn't they already play that one? Hey, I'm a Metallica fan, but uh, three songs in, you're like, no, no, you guys, you guys already played that one. Oh, this is a new one. Okay. Metallica. I apologize. Nickelback, I apologize. They were just uh, inducted into the Juno Hall of Fame or something. Yeah, I did not watch the Junos. I'm not sure. (laughs) Uh, Connor McDavid, he introduced them. The place went nuts because it was in Edmonton. 
Hey, Z Money, I asked this uh, question to our guests on uh, Friday, Friday. We have it all locked and loaded, ready to go. Jim Van Horn is our guest on Friday's show. Canadian broadcast legend. And I asked him this question. And I wanted to ask it to you. Starting a franchise today. And you get a pick of one of these players at their prime. Who do you start the franchise with? McDavid, Crosby, or Gretzky? I'm going to have to go with Connie. Uh, I didn't really, like, I got to see Gretzky a bit when I was younger. Not in his his best days, but uh, just speed kills. And Connor is so fast and so skilled that he, he's just, he looks like he's playing against kids when he's playing in the NHL. So, it's, uh, so I'm going with Connor McDavid for sure. I won't tell you uh, JVH's answer. But whoever you pick of that three, no one can say, what are you thinking? They're all correct answers. Uh, okay, what do you got for us? Well, let's start with March break, because if you live in Ontario, BC, March break is here. Uh, so according to some travel websites, lots of Canadians are a product of what are they're calling revenge travel, taking trips they miss Wait, because whoa. of quarantine deadlines. So revenge, re, revenge travel sounds like it. Yeah. It's that's iffy. like a porn hub category. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the website kayak says their searches for March break travel are up 75% in Canada and 50% in Toronto alone. So here are the top 10 trending destinations for Torontonians this March. Okay. Break. Okay. Can I, let's go top five. Okay. I'm going to guess them. Mexico. Hey. Not in the top five. Not in the top ten. Oh, no. That's... Cancun, Mexico was number ten. I apologize. Jamaica. Not in the top five, but yes on the list. Dominican. Yes on the list. Cuba. Not on the list. Yeah. What the f- kind of list is this? Right? Where's people? That's where you go to on March break. So, number five, Orlando. Okay, Disney. I got it. Yeah. Number four is Fort Lauderdale that place yeah uh number three is london england no bull right no one is going to london england on march break oh wait no do we get one. number one then okay <laughs> so number two is new york new york easy trip okay. yep yep and number one is paris france no no agree paris tourism has paid bought and paid for this have you ever in your life in your life, heard of a single friend, relative, acquaintance, neighbor going to Paris on March break? I, I have not. Yeah. Uh, my family's doing a March break trick, but they're going down to Florida as well. They do Panama City. So that's not bad. But yeah, you don't do Paris for a March break trip. You like go on a Europe trip or something like that, right? Like you can't just. You go to Paris, Ontario for a March break <laughs> trip in Ontario. Have you ever been to Paris, Ontario? I have. I, I might have driven through it, but uh, I don't think I've actually stayed there. I have no f- clue where it is. No idea. If you told me with no maps or anything, drive there right now. No, I don't even know what direction to go. All right, look for London, Ontario. Find a body of water and cross it, and assume that's where Paris is, because that's how it works across the ocean. I guess, but is that how they design it? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Uh, hey, we got to get to uh, 
it is March, so that means mm-hmm. March Madness. Oh yeah. Um, you got to download the Bet Rivers app. It's the best. Uh, it's a blast changing odds as games go on. But March Madness is a key fixture here. And March Madness begins on Thursday. So who do we have as our favorites on the, on the Bet Rivers app? So uh, right now the favorite is Houston. They're at a plus 550. But Alabama is not far behind them. Uh, and then for some Canadians, if you're looking for some Canadian content, Purdue, another, another number one seed with the, the big Canadian, is plus 1,100. Who's the worst odds? <laughs> I will have to pull this up. Well, give me one second. I will find it on okay, my so list what? right now. It's like plus 200,000 for Providence, but I think the list went past that. So uh, Providence is on the list that I have right now, but let me see. Put two bucks on that. Right? But sometimes when a team like that wins, yeah, this guy put $20 million on like. Like someone put three million dollars or a mil? No, they put a uh, hundred or two hundred thousand on Scotty Scheffler to win, and they ended up winning over two or three million. Yeah, they put three hundred thousand on that, and they won three point three. As as people point out, doesn't matter what the payday is if you're putting three hundred thousand dollars on someone to win a golf tournament, you're doing okay. So as of right now, as of Tuesday on the Bet Rivers, the worst odds are for Southeast Missouri State Redhawks at plus a hundred thousand. Okay, I think I'm taking Southeast Missouri State and Houston. They're the Cougars, right? Yeah. So I hate when people tell me about their dreams, but I have to tell you about my dream. Gurdeep Aliwalia. Alawalia. Um, he's a former co-worker. He now works on a radio station in Toronto. Does the morning show. Posted a picture the other day where he like tore his ACL. So I guess that was still circulating in my brain. Because in my dream last night, I was on a cruise ship. In which Gurdip was also on the cruise ship. And I fell off at some point, but I got back on. Then he fell off, and all of a sudden, cougars or something came out of somewhere and started attacking him, and then they latched themselves onto his leg, and we had to stop, stop the cruise ship, and we just watched as like his whole leg was down this cougar's mouth, and we're like, ah, this isn't good, and then I woke up, or the dream changed. I have to text Gurdip that he was in my dreams. It's always creepy. When you text someone and say you're in my dream, because everyone's got dirty minds. They're like, oh, what was that about? A cougar was eating your leg. I don't know know what what, it means. It's probably some meaning. I don't know the meaning of that dream. Like (laughs) what your your subconscious is really trying to tell you. Well, I was worried about uh, Gurdip and his leg. So Gurdip's leg was top of mind. And then it was top of the food chain for the cougar or no be the bottom of the food chain yeah because the top of the food chain eats the bottom of the food chain all right moving on to some other newsies here uh something close to home kingston radio station has switched up their format 102.7 the pole 
went live in Kingston, Ontario last week with a format inspired by strip club DJs. The new okay, format. Okay, so what's the playlist? Uh, pour <laughs> some sugar on me. That one's yeah. on there. Yeah, they say anything from Def Leppard to Flow Rider. <laughs> so that's Ian, a tough one, though. Like, you can't put the pole on in the car with the kids. Like, this is a construction site radio station. Like, yeah. Like, when you're on a construction site, it's always like 101.1. The. And it's all classic rock. Where I get it. Hey, I like classic rock, but in short snippets, how you can listen to it all day is beyond me. Like uh, April wine again, 5440. Are we really don't Sheila? Are we really listening to that again today, Jim? So that's the thing. The, the talent are even leaning into the stripper thing, the stripper themes, because they're not going with their actual names. So you have hosts named Destiny, Candy. Destiny, and Chestiny. <laughs> Destiny. Way to go, Kingston. Good on you, Kingston, home of the tragically hip, uh, home of prisons, and it's the limestone city. Uh, this is a true story. Uh, we kicked off the craft celebration tour there. That's it was the first year of the craft celebration tour. And this is a, this is a tour in which we went across Canada doing our show live from towns that won it. It was very cool. It was like one of my favorite moments, uh, in time of working at that place. So we would go into a town and rip it up the night before and then do the show the next day. So Kingston, we, we get there and it's, you know what it's like if you go on a trip that first night, you're like, oh, we're really doing it. And everyone goes way too hard. That's what happened. But the night started and I have an uncle that lives there. And I said, Hey, let me call my uncle. I'll leave his name out of it. So, so my uncle shows up and we all get banged up and then it, Later on in the night, we're like, hey, Dan, where'd your uncle go? I'm like, I have no clue. Text him the next day, no response. I didn't hear from him for like two or three months. Finally, he returns my message. And I'm like, hey, where'd you go? Like, we, everyone was worried. They loved you. He said, well, I ended up in the emergency room. I'm like, What? It's like, yeah, I broke my penis. <laughs> so that's what happened to him. He went out with us, ended up having some frisky time at home, and his penis got broke. Don't know if they fixed it. I don't really ask uncles those questions. We didn't, we didn't dive further into that subject. But that's the last significant time I spent in Kingston. It's when my uncle's penis got broke. Maybe that's why I haven't returned. But he definitely is listening to that radio station. A hundred percent. Ah. 
Kingston. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know how we move on after that story, but we got uh, two more food-related stories to get to because I know how much you love these. So, Oh, yeah, and- this one was sent to me. The, the Hidden Valley one has been sent to me several by several people. So, yeah, Hidden Valley has released its own ranch salad dressing ice cream. It uh, The ice cream promises savory flavors of ranch, including buttermilk, flavorful herbs, and a touch of sweetness. I always have questions about these. Where the hell do you buy them? Because no one can ever find them anywhere. And it's also brilliant by the company. Do a, a limited run at an ice cream factory to make your Hidden Valley Ranch ice cream, you're going to sell all of it. From a marketing standpoint, brilliant. From a taste standpoint, it, it dumb. It tastes like garbage. I already know this. People know this, but they want to do it just for the Instagram or the TikTok to say they tried it, to give their reaction. And Hidden Valley accomplishes exactly what they want publicity and their name out there so i get why companies do it i'm I'm not hating on them brilliance from their pr department so that ice cream is available in walmart in the states for a limited time so that's where it can be found and then the last story is also ice cream related and it's your favorite one of your favorite brands tim horton's double double ice cream is now out Uh, So Tim Hortons ice cream, which launched last year, has introduced four new flavors. So the first one is Double Double, which features smooth flavors of Tim's original blend coffee with creamy and sweet accents. The Boston Cream ice cream. Okay, okay. Custard flavored with donut bits throughout. And then the final two are Maple Crunch and Campfire S'mores. Campfire S'mores. Those are the the last two. Will you be trying any of those? No. Uh, the thing I get don't get about the Tim Hortons products, so they sell cereal now, they sell granola bars, and they sell ice cream. None of those products can be purchased inside their stores, but you can get them at grocery stores. I don't know why Tim Hortons doesn't sell ice cream. I know they tried it at one point. They had the... Marble Slab? No, was it, no, it wasn't Marble Slab. Uh, it was some other uh, ice cream thing. They tried it in a few locations, didn't work. Imagine the lineups at the drive-through if they start serving ice cream. No, man. Oh, uh, speaking of ice cream, here's a here's a little uh, tidbit I got for you. Did I tell you about the Hagen Dazs last week? Not that I can remember. No. Okay, so I was at the grocery store. You sure, I didn't talk about this. And I always have a conversation with the guy there. He's, we uh, shoot the when I'm not in a hurry. He's like, hey, Dan, Hagen dazs end of the aisle, best deal in the store. I'm like, oh, okay. So like, yeah, pick up a tub of that because uh, the Hagen dazs size is going from 500 mil down to 450 or whatever. It's going to be the same price. So they're getting rid of the old 500. And he says, everyone's doing that. Every company is reducing their size, putting it back on the shelf, and selling it for the same price as the old larger size. Shh. 
shrinkflation, producer Tim says. That's what it's called. So Haagen-Dazs, if it seems smaller, that's because it is. Sorry to burst your bubble and sorry for the Haagen-Dazs company for, for throwing a damper on your, your, uh, your product. It is tasty. Very expensive, though. Z-Money, thanks, buddy. Really appreciate it. Uh, we've got our winner for the CHL prize pack. Going to be decked out in some Peter Roll Pete's gear. Hope you have a great St. Patrick's Day. Again, we know when that is, March 17th. Celebrate Easter, same day. Who gives a Because I don't. And on Fridays, Friday, Friday, we've got to Jim Van Horn, legendary broadcaster. Uh, it's, a, it's a great conversation, so hopefully you tune into that. In the meantime, give, give someone a big hug. And be nice. It doesn't cost you anything. See ya. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozy. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies. 